Hello and welcome, it's me, Rodney Cyrus, back with you one more time. It's On and Off The Pitch, a sporting podcast. Today, genius or just good enough? We're talking about the managers within the Premier League who have been deemed to be geniuses or were they just good or did they have excellent players to help them out? Uh, joining me today, I have Ty once more. How are you, Ty? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Very well. Good, good. And joining me from the far side of planet Earth in Canada, uh, doing Canada's version of Ready Steady Cook, is Jessica. Hello, hello. Je- Jessica, what are you cooking right now? I'm cooking carrot and potato soup, and I'm prepping to make homemade samosas. Okay, and I will be looking forward to my bowl of cereal later on as a, a, a mid-evening snack, just keeping it real in these uh, C19 times, you know got to keep it real um we're going to talk about as i've said the the greatest or the geniuses managers the managers who have been called genius or were they just good another a number of man united fans call sir alex ferguson a genius liverpool fans call bill shankley a genius the maven goal for bob paisley for those who don't know that google him uh for spurs fans it will be nicholson etc etc but before we get into the individuals that we're going to talk about um, I will say that on the BBC website, as we speak, they're running a fan, uh, a vote about who is the greatest British manager. Uh, and they've whittled it down to uh, 14 names. And the names on the list are Matt Busby, uh, Brian Clough, uh, Kenny Dalglish, Alex Ferguson, George Graham, Howard Kendall, Bill Nicholson, Bob Paisley, Alf Ramsey, Don Revy, Bobby Robson, Bill Shankly, Jock Steen, and the, and the unknown individual that is Harry Catterick. He's in the list. Uh, we'll have to Google him. For those who are interested, check it out. Please do. I'm not sure when the vote ends, but it will end. Uh, there's a good sprinkling of um, United, uh, Liverpool, Odd Arsenal, Spurs, and even Leeds. The cornerstones of British football. Uh, the individuals that we're going to talk about I'm going to limit it to a few because this is something that has come up about a genius and some managers have been deemed to be lucky even when others say they are genius. Sir Alex Ferguson, Jose Mourinho, Pep Guardiola and this is the wild card that I'm going to throw in, Carlo Ancelotti. Okay, so we've got four. So if I were to say to you, uh, Ty, and this is giving Jessica some time to continue chopping her potatoes. Uh, right. Out of those four, who would you say was a genius or just lucky? Did you not include Wenger in that? Oh, sorry, Jessica? Arsene Wenger? Uh, no, I did not. I did sorry, not. what was that uh, again? Uh, Ancelotti uh, and who uh, else? Uh, Ancelotti, Sir Alex Ferguson, Jose Mourinho, Pep Guardiola, and Carlo Ancelotti, and I deliberately didn't choose Arsene Wenger. Deliberately. Deliberately. Um, Pep Guardiola, lucky. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Alex Ferguson, genius. Genius. Um, Ancelotti... 
why why have we only got two choices lucky or genius why can we not have very good <laughs> uh, well no i put actually as it is it's genius or or just good but i've you know as being just good the third option which if i'm not you know mentioned in the title was lucky you know lucky um ancelotti if i'm honest with you i don't I don't know enough about him as as a personality mm. and also, um, you know, I don't know if he inherited his successful teams, if he built them from scratch. I don't know. So the jury's out with Ancelotti, if I'm honest with you. And who was the fourth one? <clears throat> Jose. Jose. Jose Mourinho. Um, not just because I'm a Spurs fan, but I'm actually going to go with genius for, for Jose. Well, I, I, I tell you what, right, because because uh, Jessica said, why not, why not um, Arsene Wenger? I'll add Arsene Wenger to the list, but I'm also going to add another name, Jurgen Klopp. Yeah. Um, Jurgen Klopp, very good. Yeah. Uh, Arsene Wenger, genius. Yeah. Okay, so we've got genius for... Arsene Wenger and genius for Sir Alex Ferguson. Yeah. Right. Okay. Jessica. I mean. And Jose, I, right? And Jose. And well, Jose. You, yeah. I mean, I've asked Ty, Ty first in terms of who he thinks. What do you think, Jessica? Uh, I would have to agree. Um, On. Uh, I definitely. Well, you know what I think about Fergie. Um, I, I, I would agree. I definitely think Arsene Wenger, I think Jose for sure. I think Alex Ferguson, um, he was a genius in that he was able to hold things together, but I also think he had quite a bit of luck along the way. But when you luck. say... when you say, Look at the, look at the last Man United team that won the league. That, yeah. that, you, you've got to be a genius to win the league with that team. Well, let me get in, let me get in. <laughs> with... With... <laughs> with... Um, Arsene Wenger, this is why I need, you both said Arsene Wenger is genius. I need to know what is it that made him a genius as a manager out of this group of managers? What did he do that was different to every other manager? What was it in your words? Um, um, if you don't mind, Jessica, I'll, I'll throw me tuppence worth in. For me, look, I've been watching football a long time. Um, I know for a fact before Arsene Wenger came to England, the Arsenal dressing room consisted mm. of a portion of chips, a packet of crisps and two pints of lager, right? A hundred percent. He changed the dietary supplement. He brought a style of football to England, mm. not just on the pitch. There was a philosophy. The word philosophy never really got used with him in football before Arsene Wenger you know he talked about a brand he talked about philosophy English football was very good but it was based on passion what Arsene Wenger done was he came and he sprinkled some elements into the game that have actually withstood the test of time there, there are nutritionists now because Arsene Wenger highlighted the fact that energy is something that you can control through diet. Um, so for me, he, he he's input into not just, you know, the, the Arsenal, the, the the British game of football. For mm. me, was, he he was a pioneer. 
and, and I'm a Spurs fan. It's uh, my stomach's churning while I'm saying this. Um, but you know, what's truth is truth, and you know, for me, those those are the reasons why I I, I would sort of call him a genius. The elements that he added mm. to improve our game. Yeah, I mean, some would say he was very very lucky considering the team that he inherited. A strong backbone, a strong English backbone. Adams, Bold, Keown. You know, you throw in. Your, your other elements in there in terms of the midfield, the Mersons, the Parlers, you know, there were there were Ian Wright. There, there, there's a there's a there's a strong consistency within that team when he added, you know, the sprinkles of magic that were not necessarily looked upon by British managers before then. But that's not to say that British managers didn't look at foreign players, they did. Maybe they just didn't look at them in the same way in terms of what they could add to the team. Maybe the quality of the players that they brought over, those other managers, um, were not as, 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 as gifted or as lucky, as some would say. Uh, so, you know, it, it is definitely something to talk about in terms of a genius, but there has to be an element of luck and fortune and timing. You know, for Jess- well, yeah, I, I want to get Jessica in. I want to get Jessica in really okay. quickly. Jessica, quickly. I, what- I, that's why I asked you about Wenger because I think he did change the game in that respect, in that mm. he brought in systems of um, behind-the-scenes stuff, right? And I think he did change it quite a bit there. Um, I think, you know, I've talked to you lots of times about Fergie. And I put, I know I'll get a lot of hate from Man United fans, but sure. I, in my opinion, Fergie should have gone quite a lot. Of, you know, the one season we, I forget even now, everything's a blur for me, but um, we we didn't win the league. Everybody else lost the league. Mm. Um, he had a lot of time. You know, people talk about the Fergie way, the Man United way, blah, blah. No, he ground out games, you know. How many games? We, that's how Skullshaw became Skullshaw. The magic, you know, superstar coming on, Terry Sheringham. They used to come on and score the goal at the tail end. It's not that they had this big, you know. And so I think people's memories sometimes get a little bit delusional, um, especially people who perhaps didn't live through that era. <laughs> Um, and nowadays, but I, I mean, Fergie obviously had the ability to control. I mean, he got rid of Beckham when he thought Bex wasn't, you know, was causing problems. He he did what he had to do, right? He had a stronghold on that team, so uh, uh, and and was supported to have that stronghold. So I think in terms of that and and bringing through, you know, the class of Gary Nevels of the world and all that. Um, Beckham, Gigsy, all those guys. I mean, he definitely built a team, right? But he was smart. He brought in, and that's the thing with Manchester United fans about youth too. Manchester United wasn't just a youth team. They always had the old, you know, they had Roy Keane. They had lots and lots of players that that were there to support. So he, it wasn't that he just developed youth. It's all a myth now. It's well, do you know what? I, what I will say, I do, I do agree with with some of your points, Jessica. But that, here, here's the thing: um, before I make my comment on Fergie, and I do need to get these two points. No, get your finger about Wenger. Arsene Wenger. The reason why I wouldn't necessarily say lucky with you know the team he inherited. One part of the team that he was very fortunate to inherit was Dennis Bergkamp. Mm. Um, Bruce Rioch bought Dennis Bergkamp. Yeah. Right, seven point five mil. Right, that that was a bit of genius from Bruce Rio. Um, so Wenger was fortunate to have someone like Burkham when he got there. The the thing of the back four and goalkeeper, um, you know, if that was if he was lucky to inherit that back four and that goalkeeper, 
then so should have the English manager at the time. Mm. Um, that, that back four and goalkeeper wasn't good enough to play for the national team. Um, and although George Graham, George Graham ground out results with them um, and he instilled, a, uh, you know, we will not concede mentality in, in Arsenal. But, you know, that, that I just wanted to sort of sort of labour that point that it, I don't think he was as lucky as people would make out to be because he still had to mould that back four into... I mean, he got Tony Adams playing football and Tony Adams before Arsene Wenger was just a lump it with two left feet and a big head, you know, and he actually got him to play football and score a few goals. Alex Ferguson, mm. the reason why I called Alex Ferguson a genius is because I'm looking at Alex Ferguson from Aberdeen. Mm. Right? Now, forgive me, Scottish people out there, forgive me. The Scottish League has got to be on par with mm. League One, not even the Championship. The league. I'm not talking about Rangers and Celtic. The league. Right? He won the European Cup. Mm. Yeah. With a Scottish team. Yeah, people forget that. Right? At the times when Puskas was still playing. The times when, you know, there were there were players in Europe that were kicking football very, very well. Um, and that wouldn't have been easy for him to take a Scottish team to a European Cup final and win. And 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 then come to England where, where you'd think that that's the creme de la creme for, for most managers to actually take a team to Europe and win a European trophy considering so few and far between managers have done it in British football mm. um, for him to come to, he, you know Alex Ferguson revol he, he revolutionised the, the, the whole Sky Sports thing with football and Man United and the magic um, of United the theatre of dreams, the, you know, that, the, he, 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 for me, and I mean, you know, people who, who watched football in the Busby era would, would beg to differ. Mm. But, you know, if we're talking about success, the Busby era, people remember because of tragedy, not success on the pitch. Yeah. Do, do you want to know why I didn't add Arsene Wenger to that list originally? You, can you guess, in fact? Just because it's Arsenal. <laughs> no, not that easy. That'd be good Je enough for me, <laughs> Jessica. <laughs> um, I think I think because everybody says that he he revolutionised British football. Maybe. No, do you know what it was? The Champions League. Yeah, I was I was thinking that, but that's that's it. The only reason I didn't add him in, you know, three Premier League titles with uh, Arsenal, FA Cup seven times. You know, you cannot. You cannot necessarily go against those statistics as a manager. But when you talk about genius, when you talk about going to different countries and winning the league, when you talk about playing football at the highest level and getting the best out of a team that has minimal resources, in terms of the Champions League, for all of the wealth of experience that Arsenal had under his reign, they didn't do the job. And that's why... As much as he did with the diet, as much as he changed the, tra the, uh, the training regime, the, the, the culture of drinking, all of those things, in terms of where Arsenal will look at his period in time as a, as a, a great manager, the, the level up to genius for me, when Arsenal were, and this is the Arsenal fans quote, we are consistently in the Champions League as if it is a trophy, they didn't do enough. So the genius bit for me, he doesn't get it. He gets a great manager, 
And how many people have won the treble? The treble? With you to, well, you mean in terms of the Champions League and League and Cup? Yeah. I mean, look, you talk about Sir Alex Ferguson, you talk about um, Bob Paisley. You yeah, talk yeah. about You talk about, you talk yeah. about um, uh, Pep. Paisley made yeah, my you know you got you've got to look at you've got to look at those those managers that have great players that have great teams but when we talk about genius you know it has to go beyond what you do within a particular league and and you know Arsene Wenger was a very good manager he was an exceptional exceptional manager but the genius bit for me and this is something that always because he was a genius I'm not thinking well did you win the best the, the top trophy in club football, did you reach that? I mean, Brian Clough reached that. And everyone now is talking about how Brian Clough had a particular drink problem, but he reached that with Nottingham Forest. So when you're Arsenal and you have the strongest English defence going and you sprinkle it with the flair, the French flair of Henri and Perez and um, Petit, and you, you know, and you have all of those and you have a very young Anelka and you don't get to the Champions League final, and win it, then the genius badge that, you know, is so readily used, it, he can't get. For me, I know a lot of people will say he can get it, but for me, no. And that's why I didn't put him in initially. That's a fair comment. You know, and I just thought to myself, I, I, don't get me wrong, I like Arsene Wenger because what, the way he changed the Arsenal style of play was very, I mean, it was it's a total contrast to what we saw under George Graham, who would be happy to get a 1-0, shut up shop, stifle the team, you know, George Graham was, and people may not like to say it, he was Jose. He was the English Jose Mourinho. He was, you know, we'll score one goal and just keep that, that we'll get those points and go home. That's it. We scored. Job done. You know, he was Jose before Jose knew he was Jose. You know, so, you know, for, for Arsene Wenger to get the, the genius badge, um, for me, not quite. Not quite. But yeah, you know, all good, valid points. I mean, the, the issue with Sir Alex Ferguson that I have, and it's not even so much an issue, I kind of agree with Jessica on the uh, lucky bit, because when we look back on some of the Manchester United goals that were scored in some of the games, some of the games were tight, some of the games were close, some of them were ugly to watch. And some of the goals that Manchester United scored towards the end, in it, the Fergie time, a lot of long ball stuff. Yep. A lot of long ball, knockdown, you know, poor defending from the other the opposition. And, you know, you have strikers that, that sniff out those chances and take them. But in terms of build-up play, in terms of um, the swagger that you would probably attribute to Arsene Wenger's team of that time when, you know, there, there was a very, a very, a very different look uh, in, in terms of the style of play. Arsenal did play a very good possession football under Wenger. Uh, Ferguson changed, he had to change his style of football over the duration of his time at Manchester United, because honestly, I can remember Manchester United going to the new camp and getting their bottom spanked by a Barcelona team with, um, I can't think of his name now. It's, it's just, it, it's Rivaldo. Just, no, not Rivaldo. Um, um, Ronaldinho. No, before him. Uh, Romario. Romario. Romario and Stoichkov up front. Yeah. Literally, I mean, honestly, yeah. if anyone can see that video, it was like watching kids getting slapped around in a playground. It was, it was terrible. Yeah, for, for, oh, painful for United. Even the, 90, yeah. even the 99 game, I mean, 
but that but that was that was that was the thing about Alex Ferguson you know let, let's look at that team you you, you mentioned Stoichkov yeah. you mentioned Romario I mean he he got players like Nicky Butt Skulls yeah. Yeah. very ordinary journeyman type players no Skulls was a journeyman out... journey Skulls was very I think I I think now people never really understood Skulls as a player he he is the 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 the, the version of Paul um, Glenn Hoddle that the English national team didn't understand, but I think a lot of a lot of managers would have bypassed the Paul Scholes at that in that era, oh, yeah, of in that time. So this is where I'm gonna give Ferguson his props. I mean, you know, some of the players that that have passed through the sort of seasons at United, you can question, and you mm. can question the, the some of his purchases, and you can question some of the results. But what you can't question is his ability. Mm. to continuously build success because you're not talking about the same team no. like Barcelona who had the same team for five six seven eight years and 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 they won everything until they were old codgers and they couldn't run anymore like he, he consistently bought new players and still mm. won trophies I, I, yeah and, and that think, and that's yeah. not an easy thing to ask Jose Mourinho that's not an easy thing to do once you start changing the cogs yeah, sometimes the wheels can fall off. Mm. I, I don't, I then, but I don't think in this this era now. Like if he was at Manchester United now, he would not have that that liberty to do that. He was in a in a time and <clears throat> was backed by people who allowed him to go out and get wh whoever was needed at that moment in time. And he was very good at that. He was. There's no mm. doubt about it. Yeah. But he but also he wasn't like a football Man manager. He he was he, he wasn't he didn't manage the football team. He managed the football club. Exactly, exactly, mm. and that was kind of what I was alluding to earlier on. Yeah, but then he—that wasn't—that wasn't—that wasn't something that was afforded to him. He took that. Yep. He took that responsibility. He—he—he, he, he, you know, how many of these managers in the Premiership now are watching the youth team mm. on a Tuesday well, night, let, on a Wednesday not, night? Let's not go on to other managers. Let's stick closely to our little list. No, but I'm just <laughs> as a point. As yeah. a point, this is part of his makeup. When people, you know, people now are saying, you know, the Chelsea's and the Man City's and even to a point, the Liverpool's, their youth setups poor, West Ham and Southampton do much better at churning out. You know, when Alex Ferguson was at Manchester United, those other teams, they weren't mentioned about the, the youth structure at United came alive because of Alex Ferguson. Mm. You know, yeah. that class of 92... I, I, no, I, I think he had to rely on it as well, more than anything. Well, what, what, but the thing is this. The, the, the thing is this, Rodney. Having to rely on something and making a success of it are two different things. Hmm. Um, I'm going to move away from Mr. Alex Ferguson because we've got a few other managers to talk about. Uh, I'm definitely going to press you. Genius or just good for Sir Alex Ferguson? Ty. Me, yeah, genius. Oh, or just good? For, for Alex Ferguson, genius. For what genius. he, I'm gonna stick by that. Yep. Yeah, Scottish and English football genius. Yeah, uh, Jessica. Uh, well, I'm gonna add genius, just good, or lucky for you because I know you. <laughs> the extra. I think he's. I thought. I think he's just a very good manager. Wow, just a lot, a little bit below genius. Uh, a, a combination of good genius. and lucky. I yeah, I don't consider him a genius. <laughs> Well, he's, he's, he's definitely in the Arsene Wenger camp. 
<laughs> Let me just say this, right? He's 13 league titles, right? Five FA Cups, four league cups, two Champions League. No, but he, he had been at the, the, the club for a very, very long time. So, you know. Um, let's go to Pep Guardiola. Uh, Jessica. Let me start with Jessica. Jessica. Guardiola. Uh, as seen as the, the tiki-taka man, the total football, the, the brains, the Johan Cruyff, the surrogate son. Yeah. Genius or? No. No? No. All, I don't those, think... all of those league titles, Premier League I, titles. I a, I, he was, he's had a lot of luck along the way. They, I read a really interesting article on him that said, I forget who he was playing under, but he um, at the top, he was very, uh, just a mediocre player even, and possibly he would not even have had the career he had um, if this manager had not come in. But, uh, uh, I can't remember. Who I, he was I, think, the I think he's. Well, we're watching it play out. We were watching it play out. Now he. What does? What's he done? I mean, what's he done? Been able to do? If he's such. When you talk about Fergie, this was the thing with Fergie, right? He was able to change things up sufficiently mm. to, to sustain that. That was his genius. That's the part part of Fergie that was the genius. Absolutely. Um. um what's what, what has Pep done this season? As soon as there's a problem, what happens? Nothing. Well, he, he spent a lot of money, I know that much. Checkbook coaching. But even that hasn't money. this time, has it? And even the whole accolade for Tiki Tack football, you know, he in there, when you're talking about inheriting teams, you know, the team that Rijkaard built, um, that's the team that schooled Guardiola on, on the Tiki Tack football and the total football. And Rijkaard, he was schooled, obviously, by the, the man himself. Um, you know, as a youth player, Cruyff had Rijkaard. Um, that that style of football that Guardiola inherited, he he improved on it, um, and I think he improved on the Barcelona team. But I don't think he done he done at Bayern Munich what Bayern Munich always do. Mm-hmm. He didn't go to to Germany and do it with Bayer Leverkusen. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> let's be fair. So I think some of these football managers. Where they get an opportunity is based upon some results. And, you know, you manage Barcelona, you manage Real Madrid, you can go to Paris Saint-Germain, you can go to Bayern Munich. And those are the sorts of names that get talked about. Mm. But he didn't do anything special in Germany. Bayern Munich were a great team before and during and after. Um, He came to Man City. Man City had already won the league. He, He himself has said he won't consider himself a success in British football unless he wins a Champions League with Man City. And I can't see that happening no time at all mm. under his tenure. Not mm. at all. Uh, do you know, um, he's he's won the, the Bundesliga three times, obviously. Uh, German Cup, Premier League twice, uh, La Liga three times, Super Cup three times, uh, Champions League twice. Uh, and considering the players that he's, he's managed, when you think of Messi in that... that uh, cast of, of thousands, I would say, uh, hundreds really, you would want him to have won more Champions League, but he hasn't. And, you know, it's interesting to, to hear you say that he's not a genius. I mean, Jessica, do you, you yourself think that he's just been fortunate and lucky? Yep. Yeah. Uh, I mean, do, in terms of 
him as a manager and changing the game or being seen in, in the same way as Arsene Wenger, there are many that actually hold that view and say he has been inspirational, he has been an influencer in terms of the style of football. Do you agree or say it's poo-poo for a better I word? I, no, I don't, I don't think so. You don't think so? Not at all? No. No? Um, he has, for me changed the way that the game has been portrayed probably more than anything he has uh, given the pundits the television cameras the fans of a particular team the the excuse to say he is a genius because of the way that he has the team play football and a lot of uh, the fan base will say you know because they scored so many goals because they achieved so many points in a Premier League where every team is fitter, every team is leaner, every team is faster. Uh, but, you know, football in, in essence is about two teams playing on the day. And if one team isn't prepared or hasn't prepared in the same way or to the same in level of intensity, there will always be gaps in the league where teams will blow teams away. Historically, Liverpool blew teams away. I think they, they won 9-0 at one point. Manchester United have done something simple. Do you know, uh, Manchester City even blew Man United away, uh, scoring goals. Well, would you, would you, I mean, does that, does that mean then that you're leaning towards Klopp being a genius then? Because Klopp's won just as much Champions League football as Guardiola. Uh, and he's scored, he's won just as much points in the Premiership as Guardiola. Am I, am I leaning towards him being a genius? Yeah. I'm not necessarily saying... I, th I think with, with Jurgen Klopp, it's different. I, I, what I would say is with Pep Guardiola, and, and this is before we've gone to Jurgen, the thing with Pep is I'm not, it's, it's very much about the style of football and how attractive everyone has claimed the football to be under Manchester City, to say that it has been phenomenal, there has been uh, something that we've never, ever seen before, which in itself is strange because unless you're bringing out a Every, every player has a, a unique trick that we've never seen before. It's difficult to say it's that we've never never witnessed anything like this. In terms of the points gained or, you know, accrued, then you can say, yeah, it's been phenomenal for them. But in terms of the style of football, the pace of football, the movement of the team, you know, I, I would say if I were to look at uh, a, a Manchester City team, whoever they were playing, I've never really been excited watching them. And this isn't just because they're Manchester City. You watch them play and you just think they, that that style doesn't excite me. It just doesn't. You know, you could watch another team play football and you could be excited with their style of play. Like, for example, Wolves. You could say that you're excited with the Wolves manager and how he has changed the game and how he has moved things on. But because of Pep's brand, Pep's you know, the history, the legacy that he, he kind of made when he became the Barcelona manager, it's just morphed into this, that he is a genius. You know, and if you were asking him to go and be the manager of, a, of an Arsenal or a Chelsea, where they don't have the resources, or a, imagine if Pep Guardiola went to... No, well, imagine if he went to Spurs with Daniel Levy. And we all know how Daniel Levy doesn't like to spend money. Would he still be deemed a genius? Well, I, I don't deem him a genius anyway. I'm like you. I think he's 
style of football is, you know, he he's he's very good at um, man management. He's got the best out of Raheem Sterling. He has, you know, managed to get an extra five yards out of Kyle Walker, and he's managed to get, you know, certain players to 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 understand positional sense on the pitch and what have you. But I, I don't know. I mean, like the trophies he's won, yep, they're they're very admirable. But I just think that the, I don't know. There's just there's nothing there. There's no magic when I, I'm like you. I watch Man City and I just think, you know, it's not my cup of tea. They're a hard team to beat. They score a lot of goals, but you know, I think that if you put Pochettino in that that chair with that amount of money, that amount of revenue to spend, he'd do exactly the same thing. Mm. I agree. Yeah, uh, I think we've we've uh, done enough on Pep. Pep. Sorry, Pep, we've got to move on. Um, Jurgen Klopp, since we've added him in. Genius or just just good? <coughs> Careful. Um, hmm. <laughs> Jessica's going, mm, not sure. <laughs> yeah, not sure I, 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 again, you know. Very, very good. And very, very. good at man management and very good at rah-rah stuff with the fans and, and the players, I guess. But, yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah. I, I, I think he's uh, lucky. Do you think... I mean, yeah. Bundesliga title twice, German Cup, Super Cup, Germany three times, Champions League. You know, he, he went to Liverpool when they weren't spending a lot of money. He was at Dortmund where they weren't spending a lot of money has a very good style. Everyone knows the style that he has. It's unique. It's about football, it's about possession, and it's about scoring goals. He has a very good way of dealing with players. He's, uh, every team he's been at, it's been the same. You know, there's harmony, even when players aren't playing. You know, what is it that makes him just a good manager and say, for example, that Arsene Wenger, who never won the Champions League, be a genius? I think for me with Klopp, um, you know, maybe I'll change my stance and say he's not lucky, he's very good. Mm. But, I, you know, I just don't, I, I don't, I just don't buy into, you know, let, I think he's he's lucky in the players that he, he bought because I don't think Klopp, even himself could have imagined that Sadio Mane would have done the things that he'd done. Um, and I don't think that Klopp has necessarily improved Bobby Firmino. Mm -hmm. I think that he's been very clever in his purchases. And I think because of his purchases, he's been very successful. Um, but genius... I don't know. I mean, you know, he, he yeah, he got some good results uh, in while he was in Germany with Dortmund, you know, but where do you draw the line? I mean, Claudio Ranieri is he a genius then? You know, but well, for me, there, there has to be, there has to be um, a legacy left. And I think that, I don't know. I don't know. I think that it's, a, you know, Klopp's got a very big boots to fill in terms of being a genius at Liverpool Football Club. I agree. 
Uh, right, Jessica, you say you agree. Why do you agree? What is it I about mean, Klopp? I don't think he's... The reason why I think that people like Wenger and um, you know, Paisley, if you want, if you, and Fergie for this era, and then um, even Busby, because the fact... I know a lot of it is around the tragedy, but, but look what he built before and after, right? Um, I think when you have... It is true, it's a legacy. And I think, like Pep, I mean, I can't... Personally, of the two, I prefer Klopp. Cannot start. Pep makes me crazy to even watch. Um, but I do think there's a look that when you said brand, I think that's a very good way of defining some of this because it is brand, right? When the people talk about sculpture, his brand is he's a you know he's not a what is he? He's a nothing, right? He's a nothing. And so I think the brand part of it, Pochettino, Pochettino's never won anything. Look at his brand, you know. Yeah. And I think I think I think there's a lot of that kind of stuff going on in this era of football where it's not necessarily based on reality of a team or or what's happening as much as just this perception that's created through whatever social media whatever you want to call it um i don't like yeah i don't think i don't think that he's a genius i think he's a good man very good manager but i don't mm. think he's a genius well, I would say that to get uh, players from a team that had been relegated, like in terms of Robertson, a left-back people would never have even looked at, let alone wanted to pick up, to turn him into one of the most promising and attacking left-backs in the Premier League has been good. Sadio Mane showed glimpses of, at Southampton that he was a good player, but, you know, to, to it depends on which team, should I say, that Mane went to whether or not he would have actually developed in the same way. Uh, why I would probably push him towards the genius bit, which would probably upset a lot of people because he's a Liverpool manager, is with the players that everyone would have said are no good. Jordan Henderson, who seems to be a different player now and everyone is looking to him in a very different way. And James Milner, who had been thrown in the dustbin by Manchester City saying, you're over the hill, you're past it. We need to freshen up our squad. And then for him to go and reinvent himself again, because he's been around Leeds, Newcastle, you know, um, now then Manchester City, now at Liverpool, to then actually get to play at that level. And the manager, not even so much reinvent him, but kind of say, this is what I need for you to do. And this is what where we're going to go. There has to be something about the manager that says, I'm going to take players of every ability, which we, we kind of said that Ferguson <laughs> did, and turn them into players that everyone goes, oh, he's really good. I didn't realise he was that good. So it, it definitely has to be, for me, about the manager. Whether he has the genius badge is, is I'd say, too soon to say. But I would agree with you, Jessica, that he's, he's definitely a very good manager. And he has won the Champions League, and it's the one thing that I, as I said, I did not add Arsene Wenger into this list initially because he hadn't won it. You know, because, and, 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 and every other manager that we've spoken about, and we've got two more to talk about, Jose and Ancelotti, every other manager has won the Champions League. So as much as we said that Arsene Wenger did all these things for football, he didn't win the one trophy that everyone talks about in terms of making you... And we can go back beyond the Premier League and look at Brian Clough, 
with a really average team in an era where Liverpool were dominating everything and German clubs were dominating everything for him to win something. And I just think we use genius so freely, we don't know what it actually means when we say, you know, the brand. Um, oh, I think Klopp's a very, I think he's a brilliant coach. Mm, oh, he's, yeah. Um, and, you know, I will... Coach, coach means the players, right? Taking yeah, the yeah, and yeah. Making yeah. To something, yeah, yeah, and that's, I think, he, that's I think he's very a brilliant coach managing a whole team, yeah. I think he's a brilliant coach, and I think that he, you know, he's genius. If you were to give him that accolade, would be in his ability to coach the best out of people, yeah. even more so than Guardiola. Um, but these guys, for me, you know, <laughs> I don't know the legacy, like you said, the jury's still out with Klopp. Guardiola, for me, his brand is slowly becoming exposed his brand of football is just like um and i think this is why Mourinho took the spurs job because i think Mourinho wanted a challenge he knew that spurs you know Mourinho's not stupid he knew spurs didn't have any money he knew that spurs <laughs> couldn't give him the money that he's used to spending to turn a, a, a team into winning football so for me it, it that that says something about um Mourinho, Guardiola wouldn't even have gone to Spurs for, just for the record. He didn't want to go to United, so there you go. <laughs> no, he, he wouldn't have gone to, you know, but Guardiola is a purchase just like, you know, uh, Leroy Sane is a purchase for Man City. He, he, he was bought um, in to do a job and he was paid a lot of money uh, to buy a lot of players. Um, you know, it's in the billions what he spent on mm. Man City. Mm. It's ridiculous, it, you know. So I think that I would be as successful as Guardiola if you'd given me that amount of money to go and put a team together. Mm -hmm. All right, let's move on to two more managers. We've got Jose and Ancelotti, and I'm conscious that we spent quite a lot of time on the others, so we might might raffle through on these two. Uh, Jose Mourinho, um, Porto, two titles there. Chelsea, three. Trophies, people. Chelsea fans may not like it, but there you go. FA Cup there as well. Uh, Real Madrid league title, Inter Milan league title, Champions League, uh, United league cup, UEFA Europa League. Uh, you know what can I say? He's got two Champions League titles. He's probably the most disliked manager out of the bunch that we've talked about so far. Uh, very simply, we don't have to spend too long on him. You know, it, genius or just good or just lucky. He's definitely not lucky, mm. I don't think. Um, I, I'm, yeah, again, I would say that he's a very, very, very good manager. Would you say he's a coach? I, I, think, I think if he can, I think if he can prove he can come back now and do something, that's what will put him into the genius spot. Mm. Mm. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, every other team he's managed will be saying, please hope, please no, no, yeah. don't come back. <laughs> please no, don't come back. Um, I think for me, genius again, yeah. Um, at first I would have said yes, a genius. I think um, I'd echo Jessica and say he's a very, very good manager. Um, he's, he's not a good coach um, for me. He is a good... Um, he has a good philosophy about football and he 
has the ability to get players to buy into his philosophy and play his tactical game. But I don't think that I've seen Jose Mourinho ever improve a player. Oh, that's what, um, this, is, this is the thing. Let me just come in there very quickly. With the bit about the player, this is the one thing I didn't say about um, Pep. Because, you know, most of the players that everyone talks up about Pep in terms of how he's, he's moulded them, none of them have come through the youth team. No. None of them. No. No. You know, in terms of, apart from Barcelona, everyone else has come through that they, he's, 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 he's brought in. So with Jose, Scott McTominay for United, and your Man United fans might bite their tongue off having to admit it, but he saw something in him, and now that United fans love him, he's part of that team. And I would say the same for you as Spurs, Ty, that he brought in an unknown to me. Jafet Tandanga. Yeah, like where was he when... Pochettino. Yeah. But, but the thing, the thing, the thing about Jose is this year. Maybe he's found a, a, a new niche in life, because his brand was not about um, development. His brand of football was about, you know, um, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna present it to you, and it's all gonna be boxed up, and it's gonna be off the shelf, and it's gonna cost X amount of money, and you give me that money, and I'm gonna give you this in exchange, and that has pretty much been. His mantra since he left Porto. Yeah, um, I think I, that at Porto, the reason why I sort of went towards the geniuses is because what he'd done at Porto. And he'd done it not back in the day when the football was made out of leather. And, you know, he'd done yeah. it in a time when, you know, it was modern day football. And he had the Uniteds of, of this world and the AC Milans of this world on the ropes. Mm. Um, so he's tactical for me. Is 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 his tactical awareness is is where I think his genius lies. This is a man who never played football. Yeah, I was just going to say that when you finished. Yeah. yeah, this is a man who doesn't understand how to play football. How 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 can someone not play football? Not understand how to play football? Be so successful in the game? I I don't. I don't think there's any other manager mm. um, aside from Arsene Wenger, and I think even he did actually play football. He played lower level. Um, I don't, think he was, I don't I, believe he's at the top. Arsene Wenger. It wasn't. It wasn't top level. Yeah. But I think with with Mourinho, he he has managed footballers that are are brilliant. He's managed brilliant footballers, and he's never played football. How how do you do that? How do you get someone to buy into your philosophy? when you don't even have the experience of the person who you're trying to get to deliver your your you know your 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 brand mm. um i think that what he's done uh for chelsea twice for inter milan um is has been nothing short of of magnificent again the the poison chalice of real madrid for me uh, you know that, that I don't know, um, but even there, he went there, and you know, mm-hmm. he, he it's very rare that you you hear Real Madrid consider, uh, you know, re-signing a manager. Mm-hmm. You know, well, Real Madrid are known for being cutthroat, 
Um, you know, they're, 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 you know, Chelsea's a mini Real Madrid. They win things and they, they sack the manager. They, they wanted to bring Mourinho back. Yeah, of course. Um, but why? When there were so many other managers out there for them to choose from. Because he is a winner. Yeah. Right. You know, you just look at where he's been. He's, he's, he's a winner. And, and, and what people will say, he doesn't stay long. No, he doesn't. But in the time that he's there, he wins. He delivers. So you know, it's, you know, you can be at a club. You can be at a club for a very, very, very long time and not win anything. Before um, we go on to the last manager tie, I just need to get from Jessica what she thinks about Jose. I mean, do you consider him to be a good manager, a brilliant manager? I know that we've added that in. A, a very, genius, very, very good manager. A very, very good. Not a, not a good coach in terms of one-on-one with players. Although I, I do, I do feel that. That's maybe also a little bit of a myth because I think he's not. I think he's one of those people that, if he's if you're if you're if he's on you know if he likes you then all good and if he doesn't like you then all bad. I don't think he's he's. I think he's quite black and white like that. So for example, Scott McTominay, who I always thought had potential. Well, I mean, when he first played, I liked him, mm. but uh, he obviously saw something in him, right? And then he absolutely detested some other players. So, um, and he's had that his whole career, right? He's always had problems with with players. So I think I think that's the part of him that it's going to be really interesting. And I know I've read I read quite a bit of stuff about him, and um, you know the year he had out of football and everything. And I, I think that he, he 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 I think you're right. He has gone to Spurs because I think he wants to sort of reinvent himself in that, give him a, a different, uh, have a different perspective, and try something different to prove he can do it. So I think it will be very interesting to see what happens. Yeah, it will be. Um, I'm going to go. I haven't really commented in terms of genius or, or or otherwise but i would say for me and this will upset people i don't care uh, i would say he's a genius because of not playing the game i would say that yeah. his, his his ability to win within a short space of time says something about his his management style and, yeah. and a lot of people will always say you know when he was at chelsea let's be clear when he left porto abramovich said very clearly <laughs> I kept close to winning the league the last time, but I had to get rid of this guy. I can't have that happen again. What do you need? Do you know? Mm-hmm. And then in comes Jose. So Jose gets what he needs. And then Abramovich is a guy who says, you need this player, I'll get him. So he then falls into the mindset of the owner who says, I want to win. What do you want? And then he goes from there to Real Madrid with the same mindset of saying, we need to win. What do you want? And when yeah. he goes there, who does he buy? But a Sammy Kadera, a young Sammy Kadera, and a Meza Ozil, and he puts them in the Real Madrid team. And we talk about Jose Mourinho managing big name players. He had Di Maria in that team. He had Ozil in that team. He had Kadera in that team. He had um, Benzema in that team. He had uh, I can't even think of the, the other strikers, the Argentinian strikers. Well, he, had, well, he had Ronaldo in there yeah, as well, did yeah, he? You know, so he had Ronaldo. In fact, he moved Ronaldo from the wing to the central number nine, and yeah. that was the season that Ronaldo scored the most goals in a season under Jose Mourinho. So when people talk about we're not sure we dislike him, and the bracket and the label in terms of genius, just good, or you know, for me, he kind of edges into the 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 genius bracket uh, but let's let's go on to the last man uh carlo ancelotti 
for me, I've had to throw him in there simply because of the trophies that he's won as a player and a manager. But he's the only manager that's won the Champions League three times in this list. Yeah, I know that gives him a little bit of a trump card, doesn't it? You know, and, and you know, uh, Premier League, he's won the league. Bundesliga, he's won the league. Italia, he's won the league. Um, did he win the league? Uh, I, I believe he won the league in La Liga as well. With Real Madrid, he won the league in La Liga, but go. didn't he? Wasn't he didn't successful he at international he at, level? Wasn't he? Um, and also Paris Saint Germain manager as well. Yeah, yeah. So you know, when we talk about managers who have a very unique style of play, who are able to manage high-profile international footballers, who has won in every country that he's managed, who has managed players of the highest level. As much as we talked about Pep and his philosophy and his style and everything else, when you look at a player who transitioned from being a, a top quality player for a Milan yeah. team to management and no one have a bad word to say about him, then he has to be in the bracket of not just a good manager, not just a brilliant, but a genius because you can't go around the globe however long you stay there and just and win and just not winning. get the accolade but you remember who we added in we added in Arsene Wenger and we talked about Dyer and we talked about but he didn't win the Champions League mm. you know um, I'm sorry I left that that ace right at the end it's almost like to trump everyone <laughs> uh, Jessica do you want to add anything are you still chopping your potatoes no, no, I'm sitting here with the cats. Um, I think I'd have to agree with you. And I, the other thing I would say was, um, don't you think this is part of the brand thing, right? Because his brand isn't yeah. that yeah. amazing blah, blah, blah thing that you get with Pep and Ra Ra stuff, right? So, I mean, when you look at the facts, it's like Jose. Everybody hates Jose. I like Jose. I think he's hilarious. I like Jose. Yeah, I like Jose. I don't have a big issue with him. Um but that brand of his is very much negativity against him, right? That's the person you love to hate kind of thing. Yeah. So I, I do think, yeah, you're right. Of course, you would have to put him in a genius category. But the but in terms of um, the general public, probably the brand isn't there. No, the brand definitely is there because he comes across as your favourite uncle who comes around yeah. with biscuits but in his pocket yeah. and lets you take I mean, it. Yeah, Ancelotti just reminds me. You know, and and you know, for, forgive me for not having the knowledge on him. That you know, when I when when you really pro like sort of like, you know, pricked my 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 memory just now, rather than started to list all of the, the teams mm -hmm. that he'd managed and the cups he'd won. You know, I, I owe him an apology because really and truthfully, out of all of the managers that we've spoken about, he's the one that actually had can can has got probably got the most bragging rights. But he just reminds me of a typical Italian. He probably, you know, like. Those those mafia movies where you know the baddest man goes to his mum's house and he's just got to stir the sauce. He's got to stir the tomato sauce for about an hour. It doesn't matter about his street cred. He's just got and that that, that you know that's Ancelotti all over. Yeah. Doesn't want glitz. Doesn't want glamour. He's at Everton now stirring the tomato sauce. Where listen, are they going to end up? Listen, Do you know I'm what telling mean? you, so don't be surprised if Everton win a cup in in a year or two with him there. Don't be it's surprised. Very interesting. Yeah, you called it right, Rod. Um, I'm conscious of time, so I need to go through and I'm going to whiz through the actual the transfer rumour news that I've seen. I've, I've, honestly, How depressing. It is, because there's no football. <laughs> Everyone's talking about transfers. And I, I tweeted saying, oh, you know, as people are talking about silly transfers. 
and uh, someone came back and said, you know, um, you know, it's, it, it, well, I, don't, I can't remember exactly word for word, but it was basically, you know, this is what we've got to talk about. And obviously, talking about transfers keeps the game of football in the minds of everyone else. So this is from the BBC's um, BBC Sports page, right? And it, this is the I'm reading this directly, so and, and I might ad lib a few things. Uh, Paris Saint Germain have made a bid for Manchester United and France midfielder Paul Pogba. Don't laugh! Don't laugh! Don't laugh! Uh, and it said, listen to this is the second part, including uh, the 32-year-old Argentine midfielder Angel Di Maria, who had a failed stint to Old Trafford in 2015 as part of the deal. Uh, it's in brackets, it says Mail on Sunday. I don't know who it, uh, on the Mail on Sunday sports page is smoking weed on a Saturday night, but uh, there's no <laughs> way Angel Di Maria is going back to Old Trafford. You're crackers. You know what I mean? Rumours. Um... No, uh, it's it's not, probably it, a rumour, but it's a nice one, isn't it? It's a, well, I, I, I mean, <laughs> Pogba going to, to, to Paris Saint-Germain, I'm yeah, sure yeah. that there'd be a number of United fans that would drive him there yeah, themselves. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, it, to be honest with you, right now, the sad thing about it is, Rod, is most United fans, and probably even some of the management staff, would do a straight swap with Pogba and Di Maria. Yeah, it would have to be a really hard sell to get Angel Di Maria as part of that. You've no idea, I'm telling you. Let me yeah, let, no. me, let me read no. on. This is the other... This That's road funny, is funny. Yeah, Can you imagine? Of all the players they swap with, Angel... Could you imagine Angel <laughs> Di Maria? He's just throwing his boots all around the... He's just smashing up the place like, what? Don't, don't Not coming back there. Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp has phoned the father of Kylian Mbappe to discuss the 21-year-old Paris Saint-Germain and France striker's next career move. Obviously, someone is listening in on Jurgen Klopp's <laughs> telephone calls because I'm like, how did you know that? He's just like, I'm thinking, do you, do, when you read some transfer rumours, you have to ask questions. Where are you getting this shit from? Uh, again, Paris Saint-Germain would rather let Kylian Mbappe rot on the bench than sell the 21-year-old to real striker to Real Madrid, says The Sun on Sunday. Again, someone's hacking someone's phone. And I'm saying that in jest, but I've got a feeling someone definitely is doing it. Everton are set to bid 12 million for uh, AZ Alkmaar's Dutch midfielder, Coop uh, Meyer, 22, and also sell Italian striker Moise Keane, 20, to Inter Milan. Moise Keane is in a lot of trouble because I believe he had a sex party with someone called Models. Um, and I don't believe, as we all know, that Carlo Ancelotti is the silent mafia don. He, he don't He's stirring that. tomato yeah. sauce right now, looking at him. Yeah, thinking, he, yeah. Got to go. He's stirring the sauce. <laughs> You've got to go. You know, <laughs> yeah, he's got to go. He's calling in. Joe Pesci right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do you know what? That's really interesting and upsetting at the same time. And this is a thing. You know, Maya for 12 million. Come yeah, on. yeah, yeah, it, it's yeah. It's a steal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a steal. It's a steal. Uh, there's a few other ones that are cracking me up as well. Uh, Borussia Dortmund believe they can persuade England winger Jadon Sancho 20 to stay at the club despite speculation that a move to Manchester United has been agreed. Honestly, Manchester United have been linked to anything with a pulse. They've probably been linked to the local A&E as well. They might try and buy that. Who knows? Um Honestly, anything that's got a skirt and an ankle, Manchester United are linked to. So if it's got a bracelet on, I think they might buy that as well. Uh, Tottenham manager is personally called, and this is again where I think they're hacking people's phones, the PSG defender Thomas Mounier in an attempt to secure the full-backs transfer this summer. Don't know where they're getting this from, it's just crackers. Uh, Leicester City, this is the one, England midfielder James Madison, uh, 23, told a fan 
he would be staying at the club. Obviously, the fan he told was a Manchester United fan, so that rumour just went round and round. I, honestly, I don't know where the rumour... I might just start a rumour. James Madison was... I was just watching him. He was on uh, YouTube. I didn't watch the whole thing. Maybe he did say that. Yeah, well, maybe he wow. did. He yeah. was talking to a fan on the phone. Yeah. I'll tell you what. The, the thing that I have heard, um, and this is... Um, I read that in the, the BBC, the, the transfer gossips um, during the week. Um, and that's about Harry Kane going to Man United again. Man United, everyone. They've got Odd on but, their list my, as well. My thing is this, yeah. I, I wouldn't actually have a problem with Harry Kane being sold now. Mm. Um, I, I think that Mourinho is the man to do it. I think that Pochettino worshipped Kane and give, gave Kane an ego that he... As much as he scored a lot of goals for Tottenham, he is an injury-prone striker. Um, and I think that he has become too relied upon um, And for, for a club like Tottenham who are trying to progress. Mm. You know, we've got one striker. It's ridiculous. Um, but the best part of that news was that Jose Mourinho uh, was very interested in signing Raul Jimenez from Wolves. Everyone is interested in him as well. I believe Manchester City are interested in him, but their priorities really are to left back, a left back and a right back. They don't need a striker. They've got problems in their defence and centre back and centre midfield. Uh, basically, they probably try and sell their whole midfield because you know Pep is not looking to the youth. Uh, I'm conscious of time. Also, I need to say hello to Mark, who's been in the chat and he's been with us. I hope you're okay, Mark. Um, the, the hour has flown. It's gone. It's gone. And there weren't even any games. Who was supposed to play this weekend? Uh, I don't know who was supposed to play. I don't know who was supposed to play. I haven't got a clue. Um, it, came my, uh, it came up, I forget now, because it came up on my uh, calendar. It did come up, and I think Manchester United were due to play. Where are we? They were due to play yesterday. Um, where is it? It's not showing. Why is it not showing? There it is. Uh, Southampton. Yeah. Last um, week was last Probably. I'd, I'd say that's probably 2-2. Two, two. <laughs> if it did happen. 2-2. Two, two. Um, I'm going to say uh, thank you to Jessica for joining today. It's been nice having you on. And we should actually do a cooking one, Jessica, where you can talk us through everything. Just the... Jesse at home with Jess cooking, you know, set up the camera and just like rock and roll. I'll take some photos of the samosa cooking. How's oh, that? Yeah, do that. That was, you know, next best. We might use that on the thumbnail next time so people can see it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, Ty, for joining. Ty, thanks for you for joining. Is he gone? Yep. No, no, oh, no. I'm oh, here. Thank oh, you oh. very much. No, yeah, it's been a I good show. You. He's fully disappeared. Right, I'm going to say to you guys, please check out uh, the daily drop-in uh, every day between Monday and Friday, 3pm, that's me. And also check out the last uh, WSL takeout. I'll be recording another one this week where uh, I'm talking to Emma from the Manchester City Women's Supporters and Rich, uh, Bristol City Women's Supporters, about the possible departure of Philip Neville from the Lionesses and all of that in terms of fallout. I'm sure a lot of fans are doing cartwheels about that uh, in terms of uh, who will be coming in. Anyway, this is On and Off the Pitch, a sporting podcast. It has been genius or just good. I believe, I believe it's been a, a genius show. Uh, I'm Rick Cyrus and I'll see you soon. Bye for now. <laughs>